Hey, it's Sarah, and I have some exciting news for you before we jump into the podcast this week. Starting this coming Monday, that's May 13th, I'm going to be running a two-week pocket planner sprint inside of my course, Published with Purpose. This is where you learn how to create, format, and design a high-value, action-oriented journal or planner and sell it around the world on Amazon. We run a live round every single year in the fall, and then in the spring, I often run our pocket planner round. This is where you get templates to create an amazing pocket or journal planner of your choice in a four by six inch size. And you get templates and all of the swipe files that you need to create something incredible in a short amount of time. During this round, I'm doing something a little bit different and I'm offering asynchronous support. So that means that you'll get one-on-one email support from me during the two weeks to ask questions about your design, your idea, marketing strategies, and so much more. I would love to support you inside of Publish With Purpose and you can find full enrollment details over at publishaplanner.com forward slash enroll. Just make sure that you check it out and join before doors close on Monday, May 13th. This is episode 50 of the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and wow, I cannot believe we're here. Episode 50. When I started this podcast, I didn't think about getting this far. I knew I'd be doing it every week, but it's amazing that when you're consistent with something, the numbers grow. Time goes by anyway, right? Things happen. And here we are. In this episode, I want to welcome you into the new year. If you're listening to this right in the beginning of 2019, and regardless of when you are listening to this, though, I want to tell you some ways and show you some ways to reflect back on your life, wherever you are, whatever whatever chapter you're in right now, reflect back on your life and really celebrate your existence and your success. So stay tuned as we go through some of these prompts. And I also take time to reflect back on some big things that happened this past year. Welcome to the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this is the place to be to live a more mindful and productive life. If you're ready to turn daily chaos into calm and start your days with intention, then get ready to join me as we dive deep into mindful living and personal productivity. It's time to connect with your true self so you can live the life you want to live. And it all starts now. So today I want to take some time to reflect back on the past year, not only personally, but also guide you through some things to consider, some ways to celebrate your life and your existence. We measure our self-worth and our productivity and our progress in life by so many external things, you know, we, and we look for external validation and that's all normal. It's part of being human. But there's something really powerful about taking some time to celebrate so much more than what you did at work, so much more than the milestones that maybe get a lot of likes on Facebook. It's also really important to take time to celebrate some of those inner wins, some of those things that aren't tangible, some of those things that no one else is really going to maybe understand the way you do. And I think it's also bringing an acceptance to the fact that as human beings, as the unique people that we all are, We don't have to have every single person in our lives or even anyone necessarily understand some of the deepest things about us. I think sometimes that's where we can feel kind of alone is expecting, having this expectation that we have to find someone that's going to get it, 
that's going to get everything. But I've really found, especially in this past year, there's something really liberating about releasing that and no longer trying to explain myself, no longer trying to find one person or trying to make any one person that's really important in my life understand some of the bigger things I went to, some of the internal dialogue that I'm going through. And once I released that and I stopped trying to explain it or feeling like, oh, no one understands me. I'm so alone. Once I let go of that, I found so much freedom, freedom from anxious thoughts, freedom from feeling less than or feeling alone. I really embrace the fact that it's kind of beautiful that there are some things that we go through that are completely our own, where we can actually close our eyes and the only person in the world that really knows what we're feeling and what we're going through is ourselves. That right there is such a powerful reminder to make self-care and self-love a priority, to make time for that mindset work, for inner dialogue, for journaling, meditating, whatever it is that brings you back to your center. That's such a powerful reminder to come back there. You know, this past year of my life was really really wild. There were so many ups and so many downs, really high highs and really low lows. And I'm at a place now where I'm feeling a little more grateful for it. When I was going through a lot of the struggles that I went through this past year, moving overseas with my husband as he got stationed there, going through some really difficult things that happened uh, with my bulldog overseas. Um, One of those things was that she was actually stolen from me. Um, There were some things that really were a lot more traumatic to me than I realized, than I wanted to give myself credit for. I wanted to really push these things away or I really judged myself and I was really looking for other people to understand and when certain people didn't understand in like the ways that I wanted them to I started isolating myself more and feeling more alone and I got back to this point right the point I I mentioned at the start of this episode that once I realized that I didn't need really fully anyone else to fully understand my own experience because it is my own that's when a lot of healing happened for me That's when I was really able to step back and see what I could take away from these terrible experiences, see what I could take away. What could I learn? And you can't do that when you're going through them all the time. So it was a it was a process. It was a process of allowing myself to experience these things and take time and grieve and try to like wrap my head around what was going on. And at the same time knowing that by holding that space for myself, I would get through it. There are so many emotions that we have to feel with grief, with processing things, with going through even good things. And sometimes we just want to get to the other side. Sometimes we just want to be on that other side where we have the realization, where we have the quote unquote after picture, the transformation, the transformative experience. We want to be on that side because that side's pretty. You can package it up, put a bow on it. You can put a post up on Facebook and people are going to be like, yeah, good for you. Look at you. Look what you did. But what you're doing in those moments when you're struggling, what you're doing right now, that is what really should be celebrated. 
Because when you're going through the process of something, again, positive or negative, that is where the growth is happening. That is the actual work that you're doing. So we can come out on the other side, and obviously that's a great place to be, right? Because we've done the work, but we often don't take time to celebrate things until we reach a finish line. You know, I see these photos. I have some friends that run marathons, and uh, I hope to do one myself one day. And it's really cool because, you know, you always see these photos of people standing on the sidelines cheering people on. But I wonder how often people that are running these marathons, what their, you know, what their thought process is like in, in the thick of it. You know, it's, it's kind of like, I mean, I used to be way more into running and I remember sometimes it was like, gotta get to the end, gotta get to the end, gotta get to this mile time. Like I'm running a 5k today. Okay. I want to get to 32 minutes. Okay. Come on, let's do this. Like, or whatever. And I often didn't cheer myself on while I was doing it. That is so important. So today I want to talk about these ways that you can use a success list to celebrate your current existence. So first of all, what do I mean? What is a success list? Let's start there. A success list is something that I have been implementing into my life for years. I kind of unknowingly started doing it in college, and I may have mentioned this in a previous episode, but I would do all of my homework. I had a really strict schedule when I was a freshman in college. And on my way back up to my dorm, which was the second highest dorm room on campus, I would walk up this huge hill. And every day on my way back up, it was usually around 4 or 5 p.m., I would just walk. And at this time, I, I don't I don't think I didn't have a, uh, a smartphone. I definitely didn't. I, I could only text and call. So I didn't have like the internet at my fingertips. I didn't have an MP3 player at the time. And so I was alone with my thoughts, which is really a lovely thing. You know, my my husband was actually just telling me that his phone's broken. We have to get him a new one. And so on his way to work, he takes a bus and he was saying, you know, I thought it would be really awful to not have my phone and not have like Wi-Fi and like, you know, Internet. But it's really nice to just sit on the bus every day on my way to work and just think and just observe people. And as I walk back up to my dorm room, I would start listing off everything that I did that day in my head. Okay, I went to four classes today. Uh, I got a, a decent grade on that final exam. I wrote my paper. I outlined the other one. I read two chapters of this book. And man, it was not interesting to me, but I did it. You know, I went to the gym. Like, I just started listing off all these things. Or like, oh, yeah, I got an apple at lunch instead of getting that brownie. I started listing off all the things that I was proud of myself for. And much like gratitude, what I found is that after a while, these things became a habit. Just like looking for the good in the world, looking for the positive, right? That become, that can become a habit. We can actually rewire our brain and our the neural pathways that we have in our brain. It's fascinating. Just like that, you can use a success list to do the same thing so that you can really start practicing gratitude for your accomplishments And these also are not necessarily things you do, but ways that you are being. So other things I like to list off are things like, I really took time to just sit today, this morning, you know, or I didn't rush to get on my phone. Or when that woman at the grocery store like cut in line and was like really rude, I just let it go. Thinking about these things and acknowledging ourselves for how we exist in the world that's pretty cool. 
And when you use a success list, you're creating a really harmonious place in your mind. And it's really cool to to look back. And what I love about success lists, boy, that's tough to say, is that you can use them in a variety of ways. So instead of only having a to-do list, for example, like at work or at your job, it's also really awesome to, to create a success list where you're writing down the things that you did do. It's a whole different dynamic. When you Instead of looking at when you think about like, okay, I have to check all these things off my to-do list. It's growing. It's endless. Oh my gosh, there's so many things. I don't want to do this. But when you instead think about, I get to write down what I did. That's a whole different ballgame. Okay, I want to do some more stuff. I want to write down my accomplishments. This is one of the things that I do in my business. I've done in past jobs. And especially on those days where I'm like, oh, or like those weeks where I'm like, where, where did the time go? What's going on? It's so lovely to just look at that list and be like, oh yeah, that's right. When you catch yourself saying, I didn't do anything this week. I didn't get anything done. Mm-mm. Take a look at that list because you did absolutely get something done. Whether it was taking time for yourself, whether it was meal prepping, whether it was really engaging in a conversation. So I want to talk about a couple different ways that you can use success lists, a couple different types of success lists. So that first one I mentioned, we'll dive a little bit deeper there, is creating the opposite of a to-do list. So using something at work. So when you're when you're going through a lot of micro tasks, it can be really helpful to create a success list for the little things that you've done. Now, you can literally write these things down or add them in a giant Google Doc or a file or use something like ClickUp or Asana. I like to use a planner or a journal for this. And another way that you can do this is, I mean, you can you can also use it in another way in that if you do have an ongoing to-do list, your success list can become the things that you highlight on your to-do list. But personally, I really like to have a whole separate list that lists out what I do. And what's fun to do is if you have like something like a Google Doc or just like a journal or a planner is that you can add to an ongoing success list, like an ongoing list of all the little sub things you're doing. And when you look back at it at the end of the month, it's like, wow, look at all this stuff I've done. Another way to create a success list is to really keep track of all the ways that you're taking care of yourself, especially for your mental health, your self-care, your relaxation, your fun. It's so important to fuel your fun. In fact, this was something I talked about in one of the last episodes of the year. If you go back and listen to episode 47, I talked a little bit about like ways to fuel your fun in your life and coming back to that. Keeping a list of the things that you're doing to really bring yourself back to who you are. You know, like taking a bath, making a meal, meal prepping, watching some stand-up comedy, going to the movies. You guys, these can all be things that you add to a success list. Also, too, it's really, really wonderful to to do this on an ongoing basis and also think about the ways that you can use a list to kind of also track like what's happening for you. So let me explain. In my newest planner, which you can now buy, the Mindful Productivity Planner that's on Amazon, uh, it's available worldwide just about everywhere. I have something in the monthly section. There's these monthly guides. And 
in there, there is a place, I'm going to flip to it now, there's a place where I have the month's success list. And I have something, I have a list for things that you accomplish and something I call things that happened for me. And this is really lovely because if you think about it, there's only so much that you can do to control your life, the things that you accomplish, you can take action, right? But then there's the things that you kind of have to leave out to the universe or whatever, like things that you don't have control over, but that happen for you. And I love that expression happening for me, because when you think about that, it really becomes cool, right? Like in my, um, in an episode that I'm going to be talking about uh, next week with Ashley Looker, we actually talked about some synchronicity and moments like that. And I actually talk about this really cool thing that like when you walk, you know, when you like walk into a grocery store and someone comes out with a grocery cart, like it's just the right moment and you get to take it from them and they're like, oh, thank you. And you're like, no, thank you. Like, it's just this really cool moment. That's something that happens for you when you hit all the green lights, when you really want a latte and, uh, you reach in your pocket and you've got a $5 bill and it covers it and you don't have to use your debit card, that's something that's happening for you. Even things that are seemingly negative can actually be reframed. For example, I once had a flat tire, walked out of my apartment in the morning, completely flat tire, had to call triple AAA, really frustrating. It was actually when my husband and I were in Maryland and we only had one car. So I would like drive him to work sometimes in the morning when I wanted to have the car during the day. Flat tire, we had to call AAA, we had to do all this, so frustrating. But then when we got to the dealership and they did the inspection, they actually found out that we had something that had been recalled and needed to be replaced. And they also found out that we had like a something in our tire like there was like a rock that was gonna like keep causing the tire to like lose air so it was actually really great that that happened when it did because some other things needed to happen now you might think that's a bit of a stretch but I really liked the reframe of okay this happened for us like we needed to get this done like there was a reason why we needed to take the car in these things needed to happen and surprisingly it ended up being a really good day. My husband and I got to spend a little extra time together. He was late for work, but it wasn't the end of the world. It all depends on how you respond to a given situation. So thinking about things that happen for you in your life is another way to use a success list. What's really cool about doing this practice on a regular basis, whether it's creating small success lists every day, every week, or using, you know, the ones I have in the planner and doing it every month, is that then you get some time to reflect back on the month. What went well? And I cannot tell you how many times I think I had like a a crappy month and I go back or I just, there's so many things I forget about, right? Like our brain is always looking for the next thing. And there's so many things that I often forget about. But then I go back and I take a look and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that I did all those things. I forgot that Bella and I found a really cool new park. I forgot that we like were out and we saw like all these squirrels or like, you know, that moment when like, You walk outside and then out of nowhere, there's this like huge like overcast of all these like birds that like fly over you. That actually happened last evening. Bella and I went out and I took her for a walk and we were coming out of this like little um, parking garage type thing. And uh, the minute that we walked out, all of these crows, like tons of them flew like right 
above us. And it was such a cool moment. And it was really about enjoying that moment. You know, there's another thing like I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big animal lover. And I love anytime I see birds, animals, you name it, like I freak out, right? Like some people are like, oh, a bunny. But I'm like, oh my gosh, a bunny. Like I have to stop everything and and look at it. But there was a couple of things that have happened recently that really just brought me so much joy. And I think it's also the invitation of inviting joy into your life. For example, I was on a walk while back and I go on this like big loop around my current apartment complex. And if I do it and I kind of like walk at my own pace, it takes me about 90 minutes. I get about 10,000 steps. So it's like kind of cool. It's a great time to like listen to a podcast. Sometimes I jog. Sometimes I throw on some EDM music, like really get running. Other times I just kind of take my time. But I was walking and there's like a huge nature preserve by me and there's tons of evergreens, tons of trees. It's just so beautiful. And I was walking And I was looking ahead of me, listening to some music, watching the traffic go by. And all of a sudden, I look down and I almost trip because this bunny, this little bunny rabbit just took off, took off right in front of me and ran across the road. Like, I have never seen a bunny run this fast in my life. It was crazy. And all I really saw was its big, fluffy little white ball of a tail, like, moving at like high rapid speed just like boom and I just burst out laughing I couldn't believe it I couldn't believe that this brave little bunny darted right in front of me right in front of traffic and he or she made it across the road and the car stopped in both directions and I actually made eye contact with one of the drivers and we both just had this like huge like wow expression on our face it was such a cool moment and being in that moment, what's cool about that? It's like, did you hear how I was retelling it? Did you hear how like elated I was? It's like I experienced that moment all over again. That's what's cool about making a success list, you guys. That's what's cool about celebrating your existence and the things you're doing, big or small, or the things that are happening for you or the things you're experiencing, because you get to come back to them when you write them down, too. You not only help solidify it in your memory, but then you have a way to come back to it. So that little memory is in my success list for the past, like, I think it was a couple months ago. And every time I read it, I get this huge smile across my face. And I remember exactly what that felt like. And I can still see that image of that bunny being like, I gotta go in my head. That is the beauty of taking time to be mindful. Another thing that happened is it seems like anywhere I go, there's always like a squirrel friend I make. <laughs> and when we were in Annapolis, Bella and I, we, my husband and I, we lived in a, a tiny house. It was 500 square feet. We lived in the middle of this forest. It was amazing. Like I would go back there in a heartbeat. And we had this squirrel, we named him Rocco, and he would every morning taunt Bella. He would run across the railing on the deck and taunt her and she would get so mad she would like start uffing at him and we now live in an apartment complex here in the seattle area we're up by this nature preserve and sure enough there's another squirrel and he's so cool because there's this tree right by my window where i sleep and every morning especially this past summer if i leave my window open i've got a screen and everything and i get up early and i wake up early he is there sleeping in the tree like right 
next to us. It's so cool. And I don't know if you've ever seen a squirrel sleep, but it's adorable. Like he's got his tail like wrapped up all the way behind him, coming back up over his back and over his head, just all nuzzled up in the tree. And in the morning, he makes these really cool noises. And I've actually been like, I've actually had like woke up and been in a really good mood. I'm like, oh my God, look, it's our little squirrel friend. Uh, it's just fun. So these are little moments to really bring joy to your life. The things that happen for you, the things that you're doing, because you're doing amazing things, you're existing, even just getting through a rough day or not yelling at your kids or deciding to not go to like the negative place with your spouse, right? Like if you're frustrated with someone, like just not assuming that they're out to get you and instead assuming that they're on your side. These are all acts of success. They're all accomplishments that you can track in your life. So I hope this episode was helpful in just reminding you to come back and to celebrate your existence, to look back on the past year and really start this practice as you move forward into the new one. Start this practice on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. Come back every Sunday night. I love to do kind of like a Sunday night uh, goal and intention setting session with myself and sit down and go through my planner and plan out my top priorities for the week. And then I also like to be like, what went well this week? What is, what's awesome about my life? What am I proud of myself for? What happened for me? I challenge you to try that out this week. See how it goes. And I'd love to hear from you. Also too, I want to invite you to come join me in my Facebook group. I'm. It's now the Mindful Productivity Planners group. So it was Mindful Productivity with Sarah Steckler. So we're just taking a bit of a pivot and the group is gonna focus on planning and going through the Mindful Productivity Planner. And I'm gonna be jumping in. We're gonna be having live planning parties. I'm gonna be showing you how to use the planner, how to goal set, how to do all these things, how to use your habit tracker, things to consider all of that's going to be so much fun and I can't wait to see all of everyone's planner pages too and how they decorate it and use it so as always you can always find the podcast and more show notes by visiting the blog at mindfulproductivityblog.com slash podcast and if you've been enjoying the podcast leave a review on iTunes it would mean so much to me as always I hope you have an amazing week I will see you next Monday. We have Ashley Looker on the podcast and we're going to be talking about goals with soul and energetic gratitude. So it's going to really pump you up. Thank you so much for listening and have an amazing week and an amazing new year.